Are you looking to buy or sell real estate? You've got questions. We've got answers. Welcome to the show. It's going to be great. Featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team for You. And now, without further ado, it's Matt and Jen. Thanks, Jacob. Can we get a shot of uh, Chris and Phil dancing over there? Oh, he stopped our music. <laughs> yeah, no, he can keep the music going. These might be our most energetic guests that hey. we've had today. This might be a walk-off. I could just go and All right. make it just keep going. Woohoo! I like the go-go dancers. Shake wow. it, shake it. We got a little tic-tac dance going in there. I can feel it. All right. All right. So. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Oh, I got to count. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. We're, we're dancing. No, this is fantastic. I just learned something. Huh. I think before when I had the monitor facing everybody, it uh-huh. made you self-conscious because you know when you're on camera. You're right. And without that, you just start dancing. So. We did. I so followed him. I'm still yeah. self-conscious. I'm all about it. See, look at us. All and, right. And I follow my four-year-old who loves to dance. And I, <laughs> There's he that. Has, he has walking feet or he has running feet and dancing feet. No walking feet. No walking feet. Yeah. Nice. There we like go. The way he and he's, thinks. he's my clone. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, that was Bill Crooker. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on with you and maybe your son? Oh, sure. <laughs> why not? I'm Bill Crooker. I live in Cottage Grove, Wisconsin. I've lived in Madison for 35 years. And I went to school here in Madison. And uh, I, just, I don't know. I just, yeah. Where'd you go to school? I went to UW-Madison School of Business for marketing and real estate. So How about grade school? Grade school, uh, <laughs> boy, Kennedy, and then I went to Whitehorse, and then So you're Eastsider. I was Eastsider, yeah. Mm-hmm. I lived on the west side. Do you know the Kennedy fight song? Sing it. No, but I have a shirt. That's that J-F-K-O, no? No, nope. I don't know. Did you go there too? Yeah, yeah. there was a White fight Horse. song. Does Whitehorse have a mm-hmm. fight song? No, Whitehorse did not have a fight Follett? song. How about Follett High School? You guys could do a duet. We'll Lancer Pride, baby. Go. We'll get our lender, Randy Raven, in here, too. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's born the exact same day as me. Same year. Oh, who's older? I don't know. I don't what know. Time? <laughs> what time? Yeah, I what was time? like nine yeah. in the morning, so we'd have oh. to, maybe we'll have to do a call to Randy and be like, hey, Randy, what time were you born? We need Strong. to know this. I like it. He'll be like, um, thanks. I'll Bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, He'd okay. be saying, let me call my mom. Yeah, his yeah. mom passed, so oh. he'll have to maybe look in a baby book there if he doesn't oh. know. But yep. Yeah. All right, that we'll was... a good story. But yeah, my and then you mentioned my, my son. Yeah, so I have a four-year-old, uh, Leo, and a six, now seven-year-old, Cora. So they take up a good amount of our time. So our kiddos, it's fun. Kiddos Shout out. It's fun. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yeah. Shout out, Leo. Bill's clone, apparently. My clone. That's what people say anyways. All right, well, he must be awesome. And our other guest today... Carissa Evans, what's going on, lady? Oh, you know, never a dull moment in the in the Carissa Evans world. So, <laughs> just the way that it goes. Uh, Carissa Evans, I uh, live in Wisconsin Dells, actually, and uh, moved there probably just about five years ago. I think that's right. End of um, 2016. Born and raised in Clinton, Iowa. So go Hawks! Yeah. Oh wait, oh wait, wait, wait. That's the wrong team. I forgot. Yes, wrong I forgot. state too. Oh please. <laughs> now I will tell you. As long as Iowa's not playing, you know Madison or UW, then then I'll root for Madison or whatever UW. It's That's Big Ten. Good of you. U-dub-dub. It's Big Ten. You know we always root for the Big Ten no matter what. But um, married to my husband Bob for a long, long time, thirty years, and we have two kiddos um 30 and emily will be 27 here in a what's today yeah a couple weeks 
And then, of course, our granddaughters um, got the Snapchat today of the horrifying experience of tooth number two coming out. <laughs> and then Did the, they slam the door or anything? Cool no, no. She just pulled it out herself after she the freak out was done. And then um, grave. Then we got the picture with the smile. This was number two. So the two bottom ones are gone. So there's a big gap now. So that's <laughs> nice. fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Suppose Randy will ever text me back. I text him if he's born the Amber PM. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably like, why are you asking me? Be like, we're on a podcast. It matters, right? And by the way, what's your social? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please let us know. Oh That's boy. Funny. Yeah, Carissa. So Iowa. Huh? I was born in Iowa. You were. So we're in Iowa. This is why we keep ending up on podcasts. It together. is because yeah. you know exactly right where we here. were born, and you know, right. that's how you filtered, I guess. But, what town? That was how we figured uh, it out. Ames. Yeah, it's a little bit. Ames is about three hours so from that was Cyclones. Yes, yep. Cyclones. Yeah. That's Iowa State. And good, again, we'll root for them school. as long as they're not playing the Hawks. Yeah. Or, but so we should have like a team party when Wisconsin plays Iowa because there's a couple other Iowa fans. Yeah, we have team. some other Iowa. I know fans. you got some Sam? other Sam. Sam yeah, mm-hmm. Catherine went Catherine. to I went to U U of I. So wow. yeah, she's a she's an um Alum? former student there. Yes, but yeah. Hmm. All I the have fun to be things. a Badger fan though because that's where I went, but. And, like I was, I said, and I left there when I was four. So that doesn't count then. No. Yeah, it doesn't really count. No. I left there when I was not four. I've never been there. To Iowa? I actually, feel we, the we have been to Iowa for it's baseball. Like you go for you know we go that far away. Right? Iowa. It's only three hours. I mean, like, I mean, if you're going to Dubuque, you're only like two hours. Well, I guess really we did baseball guys, in Dubuque. Only, oh, okay, yeah. Baseball yeah. and then the field and games, baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, there's no reason to go to Iowa. <laughs> there are all kinds of field of dreams, baby. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Ask Kevin Cosner. Well, they had to have something anticlimactic. It couldn't be like Wisconsin. <laughs> no words, Matt. No words. And uh, next topic. All right. So, Bill did a great job of coming up with several topics for yes. us today. What do you want to talk Bill. about, Bill? Oh, we're starting with me. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just kind of, you know, always thinking about what's on topics of the news. Um, you know, a lot of times people are like are in real estate related. Um, are we in a bubble? Are we not in a bubble? So the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, why could we be in a bubble? I don't, I think we're not, but um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're in a situation where it's been a, you know, past COVID uh, people looking to move and get to an, a certain location and realizing that they can move further out. And so then you ended up getting more people mo- kind of moving to areas like Madison or other places that they want to move to. And you get a lot of people pushing there. But that's just, at the end of the day, it's been just a lot of people moving and um, there's, not, at the end of the day, there's not enough houses. And I was, one of the stats I like to give people sometimes is, you know, thinking back to, yeah, 2008 to 2010 time frame when they were building houses and building, you know, too many, they stopped building houses. They built about 60, 70% of what they needed for about the next 10, 11 years. So we're at a huge, probably 5 million, 6 million deficit on number of houses we need. Hence, this is where I end up kind of always coming back to, we're just, we just don't have enough houses. We're not in a bubble. We're not going to even, even out for a, quite a while. Um, but we do have a, a, a high demand and there's a lot of a lot of reasons for that um, with people wanting to uh, move out of their parents' house. And um, there's been a lot of, you know, changes in people's work schedules and people, you know, kind of the, like some of the highest, you you have the highest earning people coming out of um, kind of the millennium population. They're starting to hit their highest earning years, even after COVID. And that's caused uh, 
a high demand for homes. So, so I guess the first question is, what's a bubble? Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. Can you define it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we had a bubble when it burst in the 2006, 2006 seven. 7. Yeah. Um, but that was part of that reason was just because of the uh, the way the mortgage lending was yeah, set up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so people were getting money that didn't shouldn't have gotten the money they got. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we're there now. Luckily, mm-hmm. that tightened up a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as we could bitch about appraisers, they do keep the mm-hmm. economy in a happy place. That's a question or a comment I hear often is... Um, Oh, shoot, I just lost it. What you had just, what did you Fraser. say? No, right. Oh, the bubble? The bubble. Uh, oh, about, um, oh, it, you know, it, what's what's happening now is the same thing's going to happen that happened back in 2006, 2007 timeframe because where's all this money coming from? How are people buying these houses and um, that are, you know, so over what they're at being asked? And, and I see lenders be like, you bring the money to the table. I think a lot of what you're seeing, though, too, is that you're having move up buyers. Mm-hmm. So you have buyers that have had their house for 10 years or something like that and have a ton of equity and they're just bumping everything up. Mm-hmm. The ones that are getting really hurt are the first time buyers. Absolutely. Um, and if they can get in the market as a first time buyer, they're going to pay a premium. But everybody after that, it's just moving up. It doesn't matter whether they're going from a, you know, 300,000, yeah. uh, half yep. a million. It's Make just more and pay more. Right. Yeah. That's what yep. it is. Yep. It's just scaled up. That's all it did. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're getting the buyers are getting extra money from anywhere. They're just scaling up. Yeah. It sort right. of feels like you're getting more until you buy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. As you well know, <laughs> something like that. Hey, I, I got it. I want to throw my my thought into the ring here. What do you guys think about not maybe a housing bubble, but just like a bubble? Like the whole economy is in a bubble right now because. You know, when I, I live right next to Woodman's and I drive past there and they have these signs. It was like $13 an hour starting wage. They and then find anybody. To and then I looked that. a couple. Uh, now it's sixteen fifty an hour. Yeah. McDonald's, McDonald's. You can go start working 17 yeah. bucks an hour right. at McDonald's when a couple of years ago it was seven bucks an hour. I think that's management. I'm pretty sure that's management. I'm not sure. That's no, I think they were starting like starting no, wages were starting like McDonald's. Starting wages, because I, I saw entry level position. Mm. Well, there's a lot. They had they had fifteen dollars on Burger King. Yeah, I Burger saw. King, what? That's, right. yeah. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. Either fifteen or sixteen fifty or something. Most of these places are about that right now. Fifteen dollars an hour. Quick Trip is always always paid well. However, yeah. in comparison to most, I mean they yeah. So, but you have to figure out where that extra money is coming from. Is that just increasing the cost of goods that? Has to. Right paying. It mm-hmm. has to. So even at a, even if you're paying more, getting paid more, you're still mm-hmm. paying more out. Yep. So again, yep. it's scaling up again. Absolutely. Yeah. And who's getting left behind? That's the yeah. question. Who's not? Who? Because who can? Not everybody can do that. Company. No. Well, not even, all businesses can do that and sustain even 15 that. Fifteen or seventeen dollars an hour. That's. I mean, that's. I mean, that's not. I don't. I guess I don't know what that. So be twenty. Be forty thousand. Under forty thousand a year. Right. But you think is about that sustainable for them, right? I mean, who's gonna? Am I gonna go to McDonald's? I'm, I'm not gonna go buy a McDonald's Thank you. burger. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> go there and buy a burger. But am I gonna go there and spend eight dollars on a burger? Right. Because that's what's gonna happen eventually if you continue to pay yep. the way. I mean, I don't know. It's just basic math in my head. Well, I mean, we really. I mean, for four of us, is like forty dollars for Culver's. It's almost. R- it's thing. crazy town. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as, aside from fast food, you know, uh, Walmart just announced that they are now paying for your college tuition mm. yeah. if you work at Walmart. Right. 
I mean, it's not just fast food. It's a, it's across. It, it is. And, I, and you can look at it in real estate too, right? I mean, we see the housing prices skyrocketing. So you get fast food going up with grocery stores going up. Walmart wages are going up. Mm-hmm. House prices are going up. It's like everything is going up really, really fast. Are we in an inflationary, almost like runaway inflationary, crazy economic times right now? And like, how does this all play out? Right. Does it chill out or do prices just keep going up and we just all have to earn more money and pay well, more wages and it just keeps cycling? You can earn more, but because everything goes up, does it, does it matter? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You have to earn more yeah. in order to survive. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I, I feel like the people that are going to be left behind are the people that don't own assets yes. like property mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. I really feel like there's a big divide happening in this country right now where if you don't have land or a house, um, you're getting left in the dust because your money that you're saving doesn't... Can't save fast enough. It right. doesn't really have much value. The purchasing power goes down. Yep. Well, you've, you've guys seen what rents have gone up too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, my, it's, like I, yeah. I own a couple of investment properties and I can't... Mine are low compared to what you could you know, rent them at. And we see some things that's just so high and it just seems like way too much. And know? there's no problem renting them. And there's no problem right. renting there's them. No, no problem. You get really good qualified people that probably could yeah. purchase a house yeah. or they're just yeah. not ready. And I, I'm dealing with that right now. Yeah. I had to sign a short term lease while I'm building my house. Um, and my apartment complex wanted 500 more a month. I'm <laughs> like, what? <Yeah. laughs> this is insane. I can't, yeah. I can't do that. Um, but, but, but did you? I mean, that's no. good. Good for no, you. You moved. negotiated? No, we moved. There you yeah. go. We found, we, we downsized. We're just going to, you know, live in a, in a lesser quality apartment right. for a few months till our house right. is up, safer down payment, because we're not playing that game. But yeah. if, if we weren't building a house right now, I would suck it up. Right. I'd be like, all right, that's what it is. Yeah. You don't have any other options. Right. I mean, I mean it's, it's, there's, just, there's just so much stuff. I mean, you know, we look at, all different types of income sources, whether it's the storage units or income property, whatever that might be. And it's just not, there's nothing that's that you look at. That's quality. That's cheap. Yeah. You're just going to pay for what it is. Right. It's nuts. So is there a bubble? Is it going to pop? I don't think it's going to affect real estate like it did. There have been bubbles in the past that didn't affect real estate. It was just kind of like economic bubbles, but real estate, didn't mm. like absolutely go in the hopper like it did in the last bubble. Right. So yeah. that would be what my guess yeah. would be. Yeah. My thought is it's gotten, it's gotten real hot, but for the people that think it's going to like implode or right. go way down, I'd say that's my opinion that won't happen. If anything, it'll just, you won't see the same. You won't see a 20, you don't, you shouldn't see a 20% increase year over year. It should, regulate like, you should, it should be mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, I saw something recently. It was like, Maybe it'll be three percent, or you know, four percent, you know, five or something like you know, reasonable amount. Um, still goes up and kind of still holds, but I don't see them coming down. Especially when you think of the possible, you know, inflation. Everyone has that fear of inflation. Cost of goods have all gone up so much, and um, a lot of that's COVID related, and some of that's not. And some, do you really think people are going to bring it down once they've all these companies have started to charge more? They're probably not going to go down. So it does cause a little bit higher inflation but then i was reading recently like inflation's been really low for the last five ten years it's been crazy low that's why the interest rates are so low mm-hmm. yeah so maybe this is a good thing if it does you get a little bit more of an inflation for a mm-hmm. little while um it's, it's interesting that i mean 
economics of it. Remember? Well, I don't know. Yeah, you might, Bill. But when it was like the Carter administration, I remember watching TV and all the news talked about was inflation. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't hear about it for a long time. And now they're starting to talk about it a little bit. You talked about are the cost of goods going to go down? Um, Wood, building lumber is coming Mm -hmm. down. So... That's a good thing. Yeah. That's, a, that's good to yeah, we, see. We had some episodes on how that was really mm-hmm. skyrocketing and how it was affecting building. And I mean, we have some folks that like, I think they just keep putting it on hold because they're just like, it's too much and mm-hmm. I'm waiting for this to normalize. And it's right. like, well, you might be waiting a while. Steel's up, yeah. but, but what's yeah. coming down. So yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Something goes up, something yep. goes down. Exactly. Oh. It's still not like, there's a, it's there's gone up 300%. Maybe it's down up. 250% now or something. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, still like, up. it's still way up. Mm-hmm. There's just a point every, where yeah. there's just a point where people are just going to say no. Right. And yeah. then then it's going to have to adjust somehow whether right. the supply gets built up and the prices come back down. And that's what's going to happen with housing too. You're going to get to a point where the houses are just okay, this is dumb. I'm not mm-hmm. paying this. Yeah. And the house will sit a little bit a little bit longer and the market will slow down. Yeah. So remind math. me what's an average market? Six months? Six months. Six months. Yeah, six months of inventory held. Take a long time to get there, but mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like at you know, point two or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because a lot of the folks, like uh, agents, haven't been in a market where it's like, oh, well, something hasn't sold in a month or two months. That seems crazy. But to those of us that have been in it for a long time, we're like, well, it used to be like three months, three months, four months, six months. So that's why it is funny and interesting sometimes when you do have that property that does sit for a couple months, even in this market. And then you see later it's sold for what they were asking. It yeah. Eventually it just that buyer comes along. Yep. It just takes a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. We get to do our real job. We get to do our marketing, mm-hmm. find the target market, and it, it works out. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about something like less deep than, <laughs> than inflation. Puppies. Mm. Puppies. Yeah, puppies. we did oh, some puppies boy. in the office. Puppies in the office. <laughs> I know puppies everybody needs office. to get a puppy. No, we're, we're I have noticed that was kind of a thing in COVID. Like, oh, yeah. everybody, Pets. all of a sudden, they were like, I got a puppy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy cow, everybody's getting a puppy. There was a lot of fostering happening for people when people were, you know, home from working from home so they could, they could take care of, foster the animals. I think a lot of people ended up actually adopting eventually. I, I could never send it back. Yeah, Mm-mm. I know. That's why I didn't foster. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, they're cute. They're fun to cuddle with in the office, but I don't want to have to let in anything. They're like grandkids. Yeah, they but are like that. <laughs> if, if you can send them home and they're not going to wake you up right. in the middle of the night, that would be perfect. It's the bomb, actually. It's perfection. Yeah, yeah it's like, let's fill you full of sugar and bite. Yeah. <laughs> What's our next topic that Bill has done? Oh, let's see. I think we talked on all my serious ones already. Yeah, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be serious once in a while. <laughs> I'm closer to the mic now. Yeah, Yeah, there you are. Uh Can you hear me? Hear me now. Hear me now. Um, Yeah, I uh, I just came up with a couple of friends recently. So talking about our kiddos. Kiddos kiddos and sleep sleep schedules. I don't know. It's it's been a while for Matt and Jen. Oh, we remember. But you remember. That's burned. Are you in a thing now? So we recently tried something. So my the one that's Leo, that's similar to me, I suppose. I don't know if it's similar in this way, but he would just keep getting out of bed from eight thirty till ten o'clock at night, mm-hmm. almost every day of the week. And how old is he? Four. He was doing that all the way through three. And he just 
He just come. Did he over. want to party or what? He just wants wants to come out and tell us something. Or I need a glass of water. I need a glass of water. Need a potty, yeah. a potty. I need um, another hug. Need another hug. Yep. Um, I need to tell you something. Then you ask him what. He's like, he doesn't know. He's just trying to get your attention. So, I recently randomly bought one of those light bulbs that you know the, the smart light bulbs that can turn on and off and turn certain light colors. Mella. And is it Mella? It's it's I don't know. Is that a certain brand? Uh huh. My grandkids know that when Mella is red, they are to stay in the room. Oh. Mella goes to yellow 15 minutes before they can oh, come out of the, the room. Alarm. And Mella turns green. No, it's just lights. Okay. So what happens when they start seeing traffic lights? Ah, well, <laughs> they understand that green is go. No, it, they, they're not they sleeping. Asleep, they know that asleep. when the door is closed, they stay in bed. Doesn't matter. My, they, this is what my daughter says. Mommy is checking out. That's funny. She says. That's funny. <laughs> Closes the door. But she hired a sleep coach, actually. Oh, sorry. For the youngest. I'm like, there's a sleep coach? It worked. Within a week, that kid was sleeping through the night. I was like, nice. what? So when you have babies, a sleep yeah. coach. And it's not something you keep forever. It's just a temporary 80 bucks a week, I think, is what she paid. and But it was the best 80 bucks a week she paid. Yeah. But, but then now Mella. And mom, Mella's yellow. We can hear it because oh. our bedroom's downstairs <laughs> when we go back. It's awesome. And then we listen for the, we can hear the little feet in the bedroom above us. But mm-hmm. when Mella goes green, we hear him go down the hallway. Yeah, we, we took huh. some class about getting our kids to bed as well. Remember? No. I forget. It was a long time ago, but the Matt whole. slept through it. It's a great class. <laughs> one of the things w- of it was you guys can stay up as late oh, as you right. want. Oh. You can do whatever you want. As long as you stay in your room. But in you can't room. come out of your room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that worked. Yep. Because Except it doesn't work now. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm. I mean, they're. So they'll have, they'll, they'll have dinner at like 5 36 o'clock and you can almost set your watch to it. 9 30, 10 o'clock, they come down for a snack. Yeah. Like, guys. Our kids like to be hey, in you their should room be now. in there but it's two the, and a half to three It's hours. not individually. They come down at the same time. But don't, safety in numbers. That's right. That's probably true. Yeah. But yeah, so we got the, I, I wasn't intending to do this. I was just intending to get these lights that would turn on and turn off and the kids mm-hmm. wouldn't mess with them. Um, but it, what it turned out, my son loves green and my daughter loves blue. And so if I turn it on these lights, they'll turn on automatically at, you know, 730, both of them. And then they'll, they'll go off, start going off at like eight for 30 minutes or whatever. And then they slowly fade out and they keep their, all their other lights off. And maybe if they want to read books or whatever, but when they seem to like, pay attention to that more so than us you know it's just that's why i think the green yellow red lighting system works because it's not us telling them it's this other light telling them and so it was kind of an unintended positive you know positive result that you know is a similar end result that i this last week it's been better so it's been you know I'll go to the sleep coach or the Mella here soon. Yep. Or I've heard, uh, yep. I've heard there's another one I heard from someone else, but yeah, they like alarm, alarm systems that don't turn on with a certain light. There's been different ones I've heard about, but yeah, you learn a lot of things as a parent. I think the kids, our mm-hmm. kids were pretty good about staying in the room once that was a rule. Yeah. Once we did that reading. class, they have a ton of books in there and they mm-hmm. just didn't yeah. read. Cause I forget what that was. It was something that they had at the school. I don't remember what it was, but it, it taught us a lot. And basically we had to figure out that we had to like lay down the law. And it was just like, here's what it is, kids. You go do whatever you're going to do, but you're not coming out your room. Yep. And they were like, all right. Yeah. The, oh. My grandkids go, are, go to their bedroom at 730. And sometimes it's straight to bed. And other times they're up until yep. almost nine o'clock, but they're in their room. <laughs> she even put out those little 
covers on the handles yeah, so that on the, the inside the two-year-old can't get out because she'd be coming out all night long wanting different things so but the four-year-old can let her out if she has to go potty or something yeah. but don't you open that door for her yeah <laughs> it's so awesome to watch your kids parent yes none of you are there yet it's awesome yeah because I'm like, oh. although she's a much better mother than I ever was. She homeschools too. That's why she checks wow. out at 730. Wow. Yeah, like it's constant, but yeah. Well, well how old is your daughter, That's very Bill? brave. Seven. She just turned seven. Okay. So they're going to school. They get home. Is Leo in pre- he they're must both be in 4K. 4K? He's in 4K. And they're both in, yeah, they both go to daycare, like after school. And Leo's there all day until he get the bus picks him up. And he's an afternoon 4K kid. So nice. in the Cottage Grove School District. And it's... Yeah, Cora's in second grade, and she's in yeah, 4K, and yeah, it's good. I mean, Leo's really excited about school. He's 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 in the bigger part of the the daycare now where the big kids are, and he gets to go to this Taylor Prairie school. He's like, I get to go to Taylor Prairie, and it's just, you know, it's fun for them. He's it's, a cool kid. He's a cool kid. Maybe maybe that's also why he's more tired now. Maybe he's actually going to start to learn something. Mm-hmm. He loves to read, loves looking at books. He'll just fall almost every night. He'll fall asleep just with random books on him. He doesn't know how to read yet because he's four. But yeah. he's been he's he was a, you look at pictures and he was one. He'd be paging through books. He yep. just so that's pretty. Does he know cool. the stories you read to him? Like, can he? Probably, yeah. He, he could read them to you without actually reading them to you. He just recites them. Yeah, to you, yeah. and my se- and my seven year old could always do that. She's yep. really good about yep. that. That's yeah, fun. It is really fun. Yeah, it's good times. It's good times. Something I don't miss. There was no such thing as Mela when I was raising my kids. <laughs> it was go to your room and stay in your room. Don't come back out till tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> but every parent I talk to says it's the best years of their life. Yes, so. I would say the <laughs> twos, twos were the, probably the best for us anyway. Threes were yeah. horrible. That's because there are three nagers. Yes. Yeah. Three yeah nagers. At three, they know what mm-hmm. they're not supposed oh, to be doing, yeah. and they're like, <laughs> They just look at you and do it. And just run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You, yeah, you laugh back there. You just wait, <laughs> Jacob. Wait, Jacob. No, I, I got some. I got some nephews. I see. I got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. So, oh yeah. Uh, I I I'm just laughing because I'm thinking of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It is a lot of work. You don't necessarily realize it when you're like, "Yay, we're having a sweet little baby," and then it's like, oh, <laughs> "What did my mom tell you at the? Uh, we took the kids to the Milwaukee Museum once. Uh-huh. What did she say?" These two shall pass or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to take a, oh, picture. a picture. We were trying oh. to take a really nice family picture. Yes. And we have this picture. We should put it up. But it's like. <laughs> I'm a stranglehold yeah, on the person. Came, Matt has a stranglehold <laughs> on one. I'm trying to hold the other one. His hands are up. <laughs> like my face is like. Ah! He's like trying to get out of it. So his hands are in body. Just yeah, like they're trying to get out of the picture. We're trying to take just a family photo. And Matt's mom just kept shooting. <laughs> and she's like. There aren't any good ones in there, but that's the best you're going to get. <laughs> Those are the best, actually. Yeah, yeah, so I put that up one Mother's Day, and I was kind yes. of like, you know, you can't be perfect. This is just what it is mm-hmm. sometimes, because I wanted the perfect little picture, and my kids were like, ha Good luck with that. <laughs> I always said, I loved it when my kids got to the point where I would we would do family pictures, and I'd just say, smile and like it. 
It'll take <laughs> us five minutes. If you just smile, we're done in five. But before that, you're sweating. Mm, you ever yes. done family pictures? Like yes. when a couple times. Yes. Oh, my God. You just have sweat yes. dripping off of you, and the smiles are yep. not real. <laughs> they are not real. But you need to make them look real. Oh, yeah. One of my oh, favorite horrible. pictures of Carson, I put up, um, Jake had that accepted offer on Alvarez, and I put the picture of Barry Alvarez with Carson. Mm. That's one of my favorite pictures. I just laughed every time I look at Carson it. Carson had no clue no who clue. he was. So he's like <laughs> he's probably four looking at him with this crazy grin like, who are you, Mr. Yeah. Man? <laughs> must have been about four, five maybe. Yeah, and Matt's yeah. all geeking out. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. All the things <laughs> <Yep>. we, <laughs> we do. Mm-hmm. All right, so looking down your list, Bill. Yeah, so the you kind of think about balancing schedules and staying motivated. That probably, I mean, we're all at different life stages, and for me, it's kiddos. If I get done with school or their school, you know, I get a good amount of time during the day. But after, you know, in evenings, there might be practices or be like, you know, there's gymnastics, and then soon that's only my daughter. That's a couple times a week, and then my son will start to do stuff. So that'll be interesting. Is as time goes on, all I hear is your time gets filled up with other stuff. Um, oh, yes. But that free time you might have? Yeah. 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 I've yeah. lost that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. But I've recently kind of found, you know, just kind of I, 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 I was like a late as you guys know, I'd work out late at night because mm-hmm. you know you get little pings my on watch. the Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah. We, watch we are Bill's accountability. He doesn't yeah, realize it. Doesn't but know it, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they get pinged every time <laughs> I finish a workout. And it used to be ten, eleven o'clock at night. And recently, I switched it to be I drop off my kids at eight and I go to the gym soon thereafter, and I do it in the morning and I get it done. And you know, working out at nine plus in the morning is a good time. There's not many people at the gym. It's a gym by my kids' work and or yeah, or my kids' school and. And just getting that done in the morning has been nice. I know Jen's done that. I know a lot of people do that for a long time. They do the 5 a.m. thing, but I can't do 5 a.m. because I got kids that I, I guess, uh, just, I don't want to leave or whatever. It just shifts. And I don't want to do, do 5 a.m., I'll be honest. I mean, you did before you'll be able to do is just different times and different places yeah. and whatever that might be. Like you're shifting your time from your workout later than yeah. earlier. There's yeah. the saying, you can have it all, but you can't have it all at the same time <laughs> kind of right. thing. That's right. Yeah. And, and I, you know, work-life balance, there's no yep. such thing. It's called harmony. Everything <laughs> just has to be harmonized. That's the only way it'll work. It's good enough. Yep. Just harmonize. I'm happy. No one's fighting. Yep. Yay. Yep. Something is always going to take over. There's going to be, you're going to be heavy in one aspect or the other. And you're in the phase where the kid's stuff is heavy. Yeah. And it's important that that's where you focus because... Uh, my kids got to be 30 and 27 and I have no idea. It just flies. <laughs> so, yeah. And I did that. Like I, I was the taxi mom because we lived out of town. They went to school in one town and dance and everything else was in another town. They were 15, 20 minutes minimum apart. Ugh, I was just on the road all the time. I always, and I, th- I think they do it in Wisconsin. Can kids get their school permits here? Where they can drive to school when, before they have their license? No. 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 Really? Mm-hmm. In a farm state, huh? It's Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> it is Iowa. My There's daughter nobody drove, there. Uh, oh, yeah. oh like my no God. You really <laughs> need to come back to Iowa. But no, my kids both got their school permits when they were 14. They just have oh, to wow. be through driver's ed. And so um, have so many hours of driving time behind the wheel. And they could drive to school or school events without a parent. I always said, oh, I'm never going to do that. I could never do that. Oh, I'm such a worry. I'm like... Woohoo! <laughs> like freedom. So you'll get there someday. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm feeling closer. I mean, finding the right, you know, it feels good because I, I literally do work out seven days a week. It was a positive COVID thing because as soon as COVID happened, I actually was, 
I remember seeing an interview somebody was talking they were like it's if you get if you were to get COVID I never got COVID but it's like it'd be good if you were working out already you know and you're active mm-hmm. and your, your body's used to so that actually motivated me and I used to work out a lot but you get away from it with kids and so then I started doing the treadmill every day mm-hmm. and getting into it so that was like a positive COVID kind of thing and now I just kind of keep doing it I literally seven days a week I'll do something and I close my rings on my Apple watch and makes me feel we know yeah we know feels good and I like to motivate Matt and hope he gets there too and I gotta figure out a way to stop that (laughs) how to block block Bill I can't motivate the unmotivated (laughs) but I think it'll just change I mean like Jen and I our kids have been on so many real estate showings it would probably be ridiculous yeah I mean there'll be times when we would just you know take team at like Janet Eva showing and how to be in the car with the kids and vice versa. Yeah, I've so. definitely done that after gymnastics. I know there's times I'll, you know, it's, it works out good. I can, I can, I can do it. But like with COVID, I haven't done it, but is mm-hmm. the same, but it's been, but I can, I can give an iPad and I'm sitting in the yeah. car and yeah. keep the car running and turn the air on. And <laughs> didn't Jen, I think Jen's battery died once we were doing that. She didn't turn the car on, oh. but just had an oh, accessory. Shoot. <laughs> she came back and the battery was done. The kids are freaking out because oh, the movie wasn't playing. <laughs> All the important mother things. of the that's year. Right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but it works. You can take um, solace in the fact that all the things that you're doing now, like we've we hit this point once our kids got like 13. All of a sudden, it like sinks in, and like all the things that you said again and again and again that you thought that they would never get. Oh, yep. they get it. And then yeah. you're like, wow, you guys are actually awesome. Because sometimes when they're little kids and they just keep doing this stuff and you're like, seriously, stop it. You keep doing the same darn thing again and again and again. All of a sudden they get it. So the hardest thing for us actually has been eating dinner every night. They just want to play and mess with each other and not mm. eat. And it's not mm-hmm. that they're not hungry. They like to eat, but they'd like to eat at their own speed and have fun doing it and throwing it. And yeah, I know you're <laughs> supposed to take your food away, not offer them food again or something. There's like, but that seems harsh. I don't know. I don't think I, we ever set hours that the kids. So I guess our, my perspective would, was just, if you're hungry, eat, if you're not hungry, don't eat. But if you're hungry in five minutes, you get to eat what's what what's you did yeah. at dinner. Yeah, that's that's right. the I think that's more the key than anything. Take it away in time. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't take it away and make it a punishment. No, just let just them leave, when they run. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. That's why I, I always say my grandkids graze. I never. That wasn't yes. how. That wasn't how my yeah. kids were raised. You yeah. know, we sat down, sat and, down we at ate, dinner, yeah. and you sat, finished your plate. Yeah. Right, but you know, we're in different different world now. Yeah. Definitely, there's definitely a different philosophy. Well, a lot of times you also see now that you have dinettes instead of dining rooms. Right. Right. Yeah. Anybody else get stuck with like a tomato on their plate and you couldn't leave until you like <laughs> ate it oh, for like two hours? Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Yeah. I know my dad had that when he was growing up and oh, yeah. I didn't really have that, but I think that was yeah. an older time well, I mean, generation. When, thing. That comes from, you know, you, d- you didn't waste. have anything. Yeah, you yeah. don't waste. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, my grandma, she would be like, she was trying to beg me to eat this tomato and she's like, I can put sugar on it. Mm-hmm. I can put salt on it. And I, I just sat there for like two hours. But is, dug that, in. is that just your personality or is that just because you didn't like tomatoes that much? I didn't like tomatoes that much. And it was also my personality, but I'm now I like tomatoes. I so my me. grandma and my aunt Irene would be exceptionally excited to my newfound love of tomatoes. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And Brussels sprouts, which she tried to make me eat, and I thought See, that she I make was him, Satan. Yeah. And <laughs> then we had him out at a restaurant, and I thought, oh, I'm not eating that. And but it was a, you know, fancy schmancy mm-hmm. restaurant, so I was like, I better eat it. Oh, it was so good! Yeah. I was They're like, these are like the best mm-hmm. thing ever. My so husband says turns they out taste they were like right. Dirt. <laughs> oh, tastes like dirt. He, he tries. We'll make, we'll he make does them try. Him and he'll eat them. Yeah. Oh, these these were like buttery. 
Oh, they're baked and they mm. have some kind of vinaigrette on oh, them. Oh, yeah. Num, num, num. Mm. num. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So my grand, or grandma and Aunt Irene would be exceptionally happy because they, <laughs> I put them through the ringer. So. But that's your personality. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I like that idea of just giving them a chance to eat it at their own pace. The problem, and this is my own fault, I started this. At one point, I was like, if you eat your food and do a good job, then you can have like a small like treat, mm-hmm. like a little something that you get, at, you know, you know, Halloween or whatever, you get big bowls of candy. Mm-hmm. And, but then that became a thing every night they get that. And so then they're complaining like, oh, when am I going to get that? You don't want them to have that too late per se. And then they've somehow gotten to a thing where I'm going to have a snack right before bed every time. Mm-hmm. So then if we start pushing everything, it's like, they're going to eat everything at eight o'clock at night. So I got to work that out. But I like that idea. It's a good you one. did a, uh, Kids always ask for soda when we were eating out at restaurants. I'm like, well, you can have soda or dessert. What do you want? In fact, if you have water for dinner, but they'd sometimes choose water for dinner, and then they would forget about having dessert because they'd be nice. full. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less sugar, less, less sugar, money. Yeah, because yeah, we don't have soda at our house. So, like, if they are at a restaurant and they offer soda, they're like, can we? Mm-hmm. They still are like that yeah. now. Yeah. And if then they, they start calculating, can I free refills? <laughs> yeah, they calculate their free <laughs> refills, but they now know like how much sugar is in the stuff, so yeah. they sit and or talk calories. About Carson, that. look at the calories. Yeah. How many calories is this? What's Mountain Dew versus? Like, like, this is like a whole oh. meal. I'm and, like, like they're whole oh. bad. <laughs> yeah, none are good. Oh. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, not having soda, they drink a ton of milk. Like we oh, were during COVID, we we're going through four gallons of milk a mm, weekend. Jen and I don't drink milk, so yeah, yeah. Huh. Two gallons each a week. Yeah. Amazing. It's a lot of milk. It's a lot of milk. <laughs> but it's still another back in school. Yeah. They have so much money on growing. They get free milk now there. They, yeah, it's free, free lunch and breakfast. Seriously? At school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Is, yeah. that, is that something new? Yeah. It's because of COVID. Oh, okay. They want to make sure everybody's eating and eating whatnot. Food. Yeah, yeah. My but guess is they had a pl- surplus Boston budget from yeah. last year. Yeah, they had to yeah, use it somewhere. you would think. Yeah, but Caden, he wouldn't eat it. And then Carson... Who used to be our picky eater, and now he was like, it was taco salad. It was good. I don't know what Caden's talking mm. about. We're like, okay. But Caden also has an option now to go off campus. So he's, um, he's like, yeah, I went to Rockies or I went to the deli and had a Does he drive? BLT. No, they can walk to the. Uh, well, he does, he, he does drive. He has a parking spot. But oh, yeah, that's he right. hasn't really been taking yeah. the car yet. But they so. can walk like So five open minutes. campus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And there's stuff that's close. I was telling him, if you went to La Follette, did you always go to Rockies? Yeah, all the time. He always went to Rockies. Yeah, it was great. So, yeah. He, apparently, he was been going to Rockies. I was like, yep, I know. I to, feel uh, it. What's the place? They went to, it's a um, sandwich shop or something, or deli. It was a deli. They went there and had Yeah, BLTs. there's a deli now, too. And then there's Rossi's, which wasn't there when we were there, with the arcade across the street. Mm. Pizza. Arcade. Good pizza. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where I went to school, you didn't go to ac- across the street to, to the establishment. it was Iowa. Oh my god! <laughs> Just farm fields and kids driving when they're fourteen. <laughs> they drive twenty miles to get a sub. So that wasn't the kids that actually ever got in accidents. It was the sixteen-year-olds with their driver's license <laughs> that was because the kids that if the kids that were fourteen, if or they cautious. were off their path and they got pulled over, that was pulled. They well, didn't get to have that privilege anymore. So they had to be school. Did you have to prove you needed it? Like you needed it had like to be it more a than a mile away. Okay, more than a mile. Mm-hmm. That was that's the rule. So and. My youngest... Um, Mile doesn't seem very far. No, it that's, that's Like, start walking, you'll get there. Well, Try walking it, though. Miles a, a well, minute. Well, but, you know, again, you a lot of rural areas, so a mile into town, you know, from yeah. the farm areas and that kind of thing. So just depending on where they were, but um, my daughter went to school 17 miles away mm. when she at, at one point. So, um, you know, it was very handy when that happened. 
very handy. And these are, you know, when you think about it, I, it, it shocked me that Wisconsin doesn't do that because when you have farm communities, these kids are driving tractors at eight years old. Yeah. They know how to drive. But I mean, farm, mine didn't. I but. think the difference now is there isn't as many farm families anymore. Right, right. It's become mm-hmm. more corporate. Sure, yeah. Like we were all, I mean, my brother and sister and I were all farm and then Cambridge was the nearest, which again was probably five miles away. Okay. Um, but we went to Lake Fort Atkinson and Lakeside and Lake Mills, so those were significantly further, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, 15, 20 miles. Yep. All right. So we got through that. Now, um, what about your, your working out fitness and mental health? Yeah, I kind of mentioned it. Just honestly just doing um, – the working out every day helps and I do a little yoga and I just doing it every day, doing it in the morning. Um, it really motivates me to get my work done the rest of the day and spend time with the kids. So when I'm with the kids, I'm only with the kids. Um, you know, with there's exceptions. I certainly take phone calls or do other things as needed, but it's, it, I don't feel like I'm doing everything all the time. I get a little bit better about knowing my hours, but then I always add on my hours and I'm, you know, I work every day, but then I, you know, it's not like eight hours a day every day, you know, it's more like six hours a day every day. So it's very attainable and it's flexible. So it's, it works out good. What's the next one where we talk about, um, those shopping for a home? Yeah. So I wrote down some ideas. I was wondering what other people thought, but, um, what I always found to be true when people are shopping for homes is I'm kind of, you know, the one people end up getting, they always end up liking it and loving it. Um, I tell that to people sometimes and it's always ended up being true. Um, is that in reference to sometimes we write multiple offers? Yeah, you write multiple buyers. offers, and the one you get is, you know, it's the old saying, it meant to be, but yeah. I've always found it to be true, like, for a lot of reasons. Because people put in an offer on a house for all the right reasons, and and when they do get it, they're always excited, and, and after the fact, they're always continue to love it. And, um, you know, even years later, um, they, they, don't, they don't look back and say, oh, wish I didn't buy this house. It's always like people learn this. I, I learn to love it or if they, you know, they loved it, but it's also, there's a marketing thing. Like there's an ownership effect. So once you own something, you like mm-hmm. it that much more. And there's been studies on if you give someone, if I gave Matt a dollar, he's not going to give it back to me for like, th- unless I, you know, for three, if I give him three more dollars or something like that, he wants three <laughs> bucks for it. So it's people, called inflation. Bill. Inflation. Yeah. yeah. Basically <laughs> that's pretty much how it works. But yeah, there's, so I think there's a little bit of the science to it. Once you own it, you, care about it that much more but it's funny because and it kind of goes back to i've worked with people that you know look at a lot of houses and they're then they find that the ones they don't put offers in they wish they did or something Mm -hmm. so sometimes looking at more is is just more choice and doesn't actually end up in a a better point they end up being kind of wishing kind of what if i did this what if i did that so it's kind of an interesting place like to be because you, especially when you work with first-time buyers or someone, like they think they have to look at everything, but sometimes maybe it's not 10 houses or 40 houses. It's, it's not, you know, we've all worked with people who are working 40, 50 houses, and that's great, but it's usually like, oh, man, that one house was actually pretty nice at way back when, you know, and they don't know that. It'd be interesting to see with, with COVID and the demand for housing if people have had the buyer, more buyer's remorse than in the past. Like, yeah. like they feel like they're competing for the house, not actually buying a home. Um, so they get caught up in the whole bidding yeah. process and want to buy that house. That's that they won, yeah, versus mm-hmm. one they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if that's part of your bubble theory. Yeah, I would be interested in that too. I've 
I was one of the people during the last four or five months when things were crazy, crazy hot where I was working with buyers. And, but I was like, if they don't have to move, we were setting them up for a little bit later. If they were like one of the people that don't have to move. So I've had a lot of people like that because of the people that were purchasing the last several months, it's been very aggressive. You know, you get 20, 30 offers on properties and some of those situations you want to be making sure that people are set up for success on that and they may pay slightly more than they maybe you know would have wanted i suppose but it as long as they're staying there long enough it doesn't really matter it's gonna be fine but it, that would be an interesting one to know it's almost like now is the time to buy because you don't have as much competition you can search for a house you want versus winning it right yeah there's a lot more like two or three offers on properties when you right. get multiple and you're finding great properties for not you know, still that, the, yeah. some under asking or, you know, at asking mm-hmm. um, houses in the market a little bit longer. So it gives people more opportunity to buy it. Yeah. I heard like the, I don't know if this is true around here, but uh, I think it is, but over the next month or so, we'll see probably the biggest amount of um, on the market and they'll start to tail off October, November, December. But like over the next month or so, it's going to, we'll get a little bit more supply, I think. Yeah. Um, Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, just naturally, like every year, from what I understand. And Spring will be interesting to see what that looks like. Usually the sellers come out after the buyers is what's typical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is a bummer for <laughs> the sellers, but it's what, I mean, it just happens because they're like, oh, yeah, we should do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Coming on the tail end of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's still a seller's market. Absolutely. So it's still a win. Yeah, because people are always like, when is it going to... I don't want to buy yet because it's a seller's market. Well, when was the last time it was a buyer's market? You guys know offhand? Was it like well, two thousand bubble? Not eight, nine. Yeah, it, like, it yeah. was a total buyer's market when it was right before the bubble. Right before the bubble. So, like sometimes when people mention that, I don't go into that. But it's like, well, that you're gonna be waiting a little while probably because that was. It's it's not like it's. I don't know. That's it's interesting because it's, it's all cyclical. I mean, yeah. you're gonna have you're gonna have the ups and downs of the housing market. That's just the way it is. Yeah. It's going to fluctuate. You mean the 2006 bubble? Well, it was more than one year. I mean, so when did that bubble end? Like, 09? Or the crash, I guess, not the bubble. When did the crash end? 2000, well, Carson was born in 2006. So it would have been that 2006 to 2000. I think Nine. they say 2006 to 2010-ish Ten. is when there was kind of like the after effects of it. Because we were building the house. we were gen- I was generaling our house. We were selling our house in Madison. Carson was born the same year. So that whole 2006 was, 2006, 2008 was a little rough. So what, could, how long has it been a seller's market then? Because from what this conversation, it sounds like it's been a seller's market for about 11 years. Yeah, when yeah. we first got into real estate, it was very much seller's a, market. Mm, or, yeah, well, it was more of a buyer's market. Well, I think for a few years, but then it turned to be a seller's market. Because when I first started in '98, I know that it was typical for Raj to have 20 listings at a time, and they were on the market for, you know, and we also had open houses with 20 people showing up at. Because that was my first yeah. open house. I think I had 20 some people show up at it. Wow. Stuff sold, but. It wouldn't always, but with that mm-hmm. being said, he worked expired listings. So sometimes yeah. it took a little while mm-hmm. for them to get priced right. So, so you're telling me it's always been a seller's market. That's what I'm hearing. No, it's not quite, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but mm-hmm. 
there's always someone looking. There's always someone moving. There's always yeah. That's, I mean, that's it's Madison area. I mean, yeah. you're gonna have people moving here for whether it's the you know university, university government, big, yeah, yeah. all the insurance agencies or companies that are here. Yeah, something my dad said a long time ago because he came here for work and other people like they come here and you just don't leave. Yeah. So Madison's kind of a market and there's other places like that in the country even we're rated highly in many ways, you know, wellness and just general well-being, different things. And we're great. Yeah, it's great. It has a lot of draws and people come here and they don't leave. So People come to UW-Madison UW and don't leave. Mm-hmm. It's true. I, I've actually met a lot of people who went to the university and you're sitting right next to one yeah they and then yeah i haven't left and <laughs> and known other people that i'm working with that are want to move back from chicago wherever they yeah. went to yes. school here but they now want to come back and i that's a ton of people like that and so sometimes you wonder why it's always so busy out in the, in the real estate world around here it's because of that people like the area yeah. so well there's like you said there's several lists that madison is one you know one of the top five Mm-hmm. Wasn't Google opening an office in Madison? I think they have one. They have one. They have one. Yeah. It's on uh, yeah, East Wash. Mm-hmm. Well, unless they moved yeah, it. No, it's just, yeah, East Wash. I think you see a lot more uh, tech companies also move to Madison in the future, so we'll see how that shakes out. And there's Epic. Epic, yeah. Little company called Epic. Mm-hmm. Little company. You guys walked, I, I just recently walked around there oh, on a weekend amazing, with my little ones. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. guys done the tour? No, no done the tour, I heard it's pretty massive. It is incredible. Yeah. It's a massive. I've seen very, video. It, it's very um, Alice in Wonderland-esque in some areas, I think. Yeah. Just, you know yeah. what I'm they talking about. They have a Harry about. Potter newer yeah. area. They have a lot of cool spots. And they, they have slides inside some of their buildings. Slides. Slides, yeah. I was it's working with cool. an epic person yesterday, and I worked with multiple. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. All right. Well, I think we've hit most of our topics. We got Very, Bill's list all. Yeah, yeah, we crushed Bill's list. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, you know. Thanks, Bill. Spent a little 15 minutes last night and come <laughs> up with girl. ideas and fun to chat about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very interesting. All right, hit it. All right. No, 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 no. That's, oh. come on, Matt. It's oh. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Get them to dance. Dang, look at that. This is my Woo-hoo. signature move right here. Yeah. <laughs> Fingered in. One finger in if the If you're air. looking to buy Woo-hoo. or sell real estate in South Central Wisconsin, you know who to call. That's home team, the number four, the letter U. All right. See you on the next one. Adios.